Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Her Journey to Self podcast. My name is Tamara and I am your host. I hope that you are all doing well. I hope that you are enjoying this break in the weather. It has been beautiful here this week. Although today it is quite gloomy and raining, but I mean, that might be beautiful to someone else. So wherever you are, hopefully you are enjoying your weather. So in addition to soaking up the sun this week, I also celebrated my birthday on Monday. So that was fun. Another year older and hopefully another year wiser. I also mentioned on last week's episode that you can now shop the Her Journey to Self merch. So head on over to TamaraJMorris.com to shop and join the movement. So today on the podcast, I really want to implore you to go after it. And by it, I mean that big idea or that passion, whatever is calling out to you, but for whatever reason you have been hesitant. Or you may be doing the thing right now, but it seems like everything is against you. You keep coming up against opposition and you're questioning if this is even something that you are really supposed to be doing and doubt starts to creep into every corner of your process. I want you to take a step back. What has been some of your small wins, no matter how small? Because I think it becomes so easy for us to discredit those small wins. And I don't even think we do it consciously, but we need to amplify those. We need to celebrate those small testimonies. We don't need to wait for the grand support and the grand recognition. And if we are waiting for that, we need to question what we're really doing this for. Because if that one like or that one share or that one comment or that one piece of encouragement isn't enough for you to realize the importance of your work, then ask yourself, what am I doing this for? And only you can answer that, but you have to be truthful with yourself. And I get it. This is no judgment. When you believe that you are called to be impactful, but you aren't seeing the results based on some arbitrary number that you have in your head, it can become discouraging. But that group of 100 people who have been impacted by your work is not more worthy of your commitment than that one person who was consistently being impacted by your work. Stop thinking of people as numbers. You're taking their humanity away. If you are supposed to see growth, then you will see it as long as you remain faithful, committed, and consistent. But know that the why behind your work can change the outcome or the product that you produce. And if it is just all a numbers game for you, fine. But you need to be clear about your intentions. So there are two main points that I really want to focus on. The first is what are you listening to? And the second is what are you committed to? So the first, what are we listening to? I think that we can gloss over this one so easily. It has become so common to hear. You hear a lot of people talk about it, but I don't think we do a really good job of putting it into practice. First, let's start with what we are telling ourselves because words are powerful. If we are consistently telling ourselves that we're never going to make it, we're never going to be successful, we don't know what we're doing, we're dumb, we're stupid, then guess what? We are going to be operating out of a mindset of lack. 
we are going to hold back. We are going to do the bare minimum just to say that we did it. We're killing our confidence. And do you know that we really start to believe the things that we say to ourselves, even if they're not true, because words are powerful. Sometimes we have really good ideas that can really take us to the next level, but we get stuck in that insecurity and we really start to listen to that, that negative voice in our head that stops us. So pay attention to that voice, even talk back to that voice, you know, say, I don't believe you. That's not true. I am going to make it. I am going to be successful. This big idea will work. And if it doesn't work, I'm going to learn the lesson from it. There's a direct correlation between what we tell ourselves and how we operate. It's just like how you eat. If you continue to feed yourself poison, then your body is going to have a negative reaction eventually. Now, let's talk about what you are listening to outside of yourself. And this could be watching YouTube videos, listening to podcasts, uh, master classes, workshops, reading newsletters. We consume so much information when we are not grounded in our purpose. We're confused, so we're trying to find the answers, but we're just creating more confusion. But everything is not for everybody. You have to get so clear about your why and your purpose that you are not easily swayed by every bit of information that you receive because we are living in the information age. Information is so accessible and it is so easy to get sucked into the rabbit hole. So first, spend some time with yourself. Spend some time with God. Really get quiet and get clear on what it is you are doing. Then, then seek out those mentors and those resources that align with your vision. Next point, what are you committed to? You know, I wonder how many of us would give up if we knew exactly how the process would play out if we knew how every win and how every loss would go because mishaps and disappointments are inevitable. If we are committed to basking in the rewards of our success, then we also need to be committed to the process of going through hard times because it will happen and sometimes by no fault of your own. If you're going to just throw in the towel every time you make a mistake or every time something gets hard, then you aren't going to get very far. And sometimes that is a telltale sign that you aren't in alignment and you aren't doing what you're supposed to be doing. And that's okay. You know, our experience as humans is all about trial and error. When a child first learns how to ride a bike, they usually start off with training wheels. And when those come off, there's usually a trusted person that is there holding them up and coaching them how to steer. And when they let go, the child may take off and they may be a little wobbly and they may fall down a few times. But they continue to get back up. But with each failed attempt, they make a mental note on what to do next time. And eventually, they get it. They take off. You know the expression, it's like riding a bike because once you learn it, that's it. Although I am very curious to know if anyone has ever forgotten how to ride a bike because for me, I can go years without riding a bike and then one day I hop on and I just go, you know, it's like second nature. 
The point is it takes work. It takes diligence. And in the midst of that, there may be a lot of frustrations. There may be some bumps and bruises along the way. So as we are coming to a close on Women's History Month, I want to inspire you with some women who inspire me. So first up, we have Nia Taylor, the founder and CEO of Black Lit. This is an amazing company. Black Lit is an intentional effort to motivate, highlight, reaffirm, and empower cultures who have been blacklisted from the classroom, specializing in making literacy appear relatable and relevant to students in the Black community. We showcase educated men, women, and children of color who are Black, literate, empowered, and strong. We do this to inspire younger generations and to keep a love for literacy present in our community. Black Lake currently operates as a mobile bookstore and online store with supporters widespread around the United States. In addition to books, Blacklit also offers apparel, accessories, and monthly subscription boxes. All proceeds will be used to open a bookstore in the DFW Metroplex to highlight authors of color. I think that this is so amazing. Oh my goodness. So a little bit of a backstory. She saw a problem. So she was buying books for her son. I don't know how old he was at the time, but she was buying books for her son. And she was just encouraged by seeing all of these black and brown faces in these books. But then she had an epiphany. She didn't really realize it until that moment that seeing these types of books weren't that common. So she saw a problem and she decided to solve it. And she's actually a teacher herself. So I think that this is just so amazing. So to find out more information about Black Lit, you go to IamBlackLit.com. Maybe sign up for a subscription box, which I think that that is just genius. You know, subscription services and boxes, you know, are all the rage right now. So amazing, amazing company. That is Black Lit. Next up, we have Dion Ivory. She is the founder of The Body, A Home for Love, an organization she created in 2019 to help Black women heal from sexual trauma through community-based events, conversations, and initiatives. As a survivor herself, she was molested by her stepfather. Ivory knows this journey well and is on a mission to change the narrative around Black women and abuse. And I first learned about Dion when um, I first started listening to the Black Girl and Own podcast. And uh, she moved on. She's no longer a host because she's focused on the body right now. But I think that it is so important to have spaces, especially spaces for women and Black women, where we can really be vulnerable and share our stories. And the body is exactly a space for that. And finally, we have Terika Smith. As a Black woman in her mid-30s, Terika Smith has cleared many hurdles to accomplish a number of major feats. She is the owner of Catch It Real Estate and a managing partner for Salt Capital Equity Group. Smith is also bringing her dream to life with the Madeline Cove Project, a housing development that will provide 30 affordable homes, 60 townhomes, 
50 unit senior complex and a retail building. Amazing. Smith's journey was a difficult one. She was a foster child who ended up aging out of the foster care system when she turned 16. Afterward, she was homeless on the streets of New Orleans. Thankfully, there has been a lot of discussion about financial literacy in the Black community and having someone like Terika Smith, a true representation of someone who has the knowledge and is giving back to the community to create that generational wealth and create that legacy is so important. I personally highlighted these three women because, of course, they inspire me, but also because they all experienced a personal problem or a personal trauma that they use to create change. So often we can allow our experiences to stop us or tell us that it's not worth it or that we're not worthy. We get stuck in the status quo, but it is that same experience that has the power to create the change. All of our stories are unique. All of our testimonies are important. All of us are needed. So are you ready? Are you ready to finally go after it? Are you ready to finally give it your all? Because I think you should. So thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you've been encouraged. Don't forget to head on over to Instagram and follow her journey to self. Enjoy the family over there. Please don't forget to rate the podcast. Let's continue to grow this movement. Also, remember that you can now shop the Her Journey to Self merch. Just head on over to TamaraJMorris.com. Remember that your testimony is not for yourself. It is for the world. Until next time, peace, love, and light.